Welcome to the Over What Hill 40 Plus Podcast, where we talk about everything that you can do to stay healthy, feel great, and live life to your fullest over 40. All right, welcome to another episode of Overwood Hill 40 Plus. Today we are talking with Laura Gray. Hi, Laura. Hi, Bronson. <laughs> um, the reason we have Laura on today is because the focus of our talk is really I want to talk about um, engagement in community, right? Um, it's one of the things that as I've gotten older, I really, it's kind of cliche to say there was a hole in my life, right? There's something <laughs> missing, that whole thing, but the more I got established, right, owning a gym, owning the business and getting into building something that I was trying to build for a long term and realizing that I'm affecting people's lives every day, the more I realized that there was something more that I could do outside of just the business, right? Something that I needed to do that cost me a little bit of my time, right? Because that's where you get value, right? You're spending your time and investing in something that's bigger than just your own goals, right? Um, and I looked for a couple of years. I tried a couple of different things, contacted some organizations, did some things with organizations that on the surface sounded really good, like that could be something I could really get into. Um, but then when I got into it, I just realized in many cases there is either too much bureaucracy or too much of people trying to re- that are really participating in that because it's more about what they're trying to get out of it versus what they're trying to put into it. Um, and then I've known John for a while. Um, and kind of heard what he was doing and found out about the, the league and was just like, whoa, this is cool. And then the more I watched it, the more I got into it, I was like, okay, this really sounds like something that could fill that hole in what I'm looking for. Um, and we talk about the Nike why. We talk about every time we talk about stuff, um, we get teary-eyed with all the different things. Like, I'm starting to get, like, get a little <laughs> emotional now, right? We haven't even gotten into anything. Um, because of the effect, we're talking about helping kids. Um, but more importantly, yes, I'm doing this because I feel like there's a need and I feel like I can help a really good cause. Um, but I get something out of it too. Um, and that's something that as I get older is more precious to me. And that's the feeling of helping someone else. That feeling of um, impacting someone's life positively, especially a younger person. I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, Bring on the tears. It's okay. <laughs> Because that's our future, right? As, again, as cliche as all this stuff is, it's out there and it's been heard so many times because it's true. And you don't reach right? that you don't reach that realization until you're in your forties. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> so. right? So tell us a little bit about who you are, what your background is. Obviously, people are like, "What are you even talking about? What's NICO? What's a NICO I?" Right? A little bit about what the program is that we are both a part of, um, and you know why you're a part of it. Um, well, my background is I am an educator. So okay. I've been in education now for 20 years. I teach high school mathematics, so I'm okay. involved with children on a regular basis. Sure. Um, and we are both now a part of the Maryland Interscholastic Cycling League, mm-hmm. which is part of NICA. NICA stands for the National Interscholastic Cycling League. And it is a organization that is a youth development organization that is getting kids actively involved outside just using the tool of a mountain bike. Right. Um, for why do I, well, you know, why, why did I gravitate toward this particular sport? Um, 
I've, I've always, the bike has always been a part of my life. Okay. I mean, ever since I was, you know, little, you've always had your own bike. I had the, I was fortunate to grow up in a really small town and, mm -hmm. you know, you biked everywhere all summer long, you know, kind of like the Sandlot kids, you got right. on your bike, you rode, rode to the somewhere. pool, you, I mean, it was, it was a part of you. It was still a part of, you know, my identity in high school and even in college. I took my bike to college and rode my bike, but kind of, you know, fell off the wayside because it just wasn't anything anybody else was doing so sure, sure. um but once i got out of um got a real job my first real job like one of the things i wanted to go buy was a bike, a bike yeah. i went and bought a mountain bike but for a long time that bike actually sat and didn't do a lot and it really boiled down to again i didn't have people like people. me sure i didn't find you know it was 20 years ago we didn't have all the social networking that we you know have right, now right. and i just wasn't finding people there was no meetup like me. there was no meetup there was no meetup.com right? <laughs> there was you know yeah bike shops were posting these rides but it was like it was all guys and it's like it was a little intimidating and just, that's a huge that's a huge piece which we'll probably talk about in yeah. one of it is the whole the, it's all guys thing and what what being a woman in the mountain biking world <laughs> is about and and yeah. some of the challenges right yeah. Um, but also how to overcome that. Um, so you've been into biking. Um, I've been into biking, yeah. And it's just, you know, um, found out that, you know, had an opportunity um, a couple of years ago to kind of take a leave from work and, you know, just decide to pick up and like throw a dart and say, where am I going to go? But um, had visited Utah and was like fell in love with it. And I said, I'm going to pick up and leave and move there for a while. Okay. And what was the most appealing thing to me was they have high school mountain bike racing right. out in Utah. Like these kids race mountain bikes as a high school sport. And so after I got a job, like the next call I made was right to the coach of the high school mountain biking team right. saying, get me involved. Right. So let's clarify what that means. That means that there are high schools in Utah that have football, soccer, baseball, softball, basketball, volleyball, lacrosse, and track, mountain biking. And mountain biking. That's awesome. Yeah. That is so cool. Now that, and that is mostly because of NICA, the National Interscholastic Cycling Association, right? Yes. Okay. And how does that work? So they're just a, a league, they're an organization that manages or runs or helps people start up? Like, yes, what's that NICA work? is the organization that oversees um, all of the training, all of the structure of how we you know, coach kids, how we prepare the kids to race, how to okay. set up all the races. Okay. So how the, how the coaches work, like how, how the coaches, coaches can run a team, what practices should look like. So they're like uh, like the NCAA of sports, but for mountain, mountain biking, biking, right? They provide all those guidelines and policies, and this is how you run a league in a state. Yeah, and for okay. one of the things, I mean, I knew, I'd heard their name, you know, because once I started looking into, oh, these mountain biking teams, so NICA obviously came up, and I, you know, Googled it and started sure. reading, and fell in love with the organization and their mm -hmm. philosophies and their, you know, just everything that they stand for just resonated right. with me on a level that other right. things haven't. So. Right. Because it's about inclusion. And that's one of the things that I really liked mm -hmm. about the whole idea of the mountain biking league at a high school and middle school level mm -hmm. is that it's about inclusion. It's about those kids who don't play traditional stick and ball. It's about those kids who, even if they're on the lacrosse team or the soccer team or the basketball team, they may, you know, they're like, you know, I never get playing time. I'm bored. Why am I doing this in the first place? Right. I have yeah. no enjoyment. I'm not doing anything. I may not be good enough to play. Um, <clears throat> because at that level, it's not like rec league. It's not like just make sure the kids have fun. It's about, we need to win a game. 
Well, right? I mean, most so, of these kids, I mean, now have been like, especially soccer. You've been playing soccer since you were three years old. If you haven't been sure. playing soccer since three, you're not on the varsity team in high right. school. Like it used right. to be. Once you get to high school, now you start playing sports, and that's it's a whole different ball, whole game different game now, yeah. like compared to when we were in high school. Right. So this gives those kids an outlet to do something, and then it also gives the kids who don't do anything an outlet, right? Because it's it's something fun that they can do with friends. There's no pressure to perform. Nope. Right? You're just out having a good time. Hey, we're, we're outside. We're riding bikes. We're going to do whatever. It's just, I don't know. Everything about it is just cool. And even if like, you know, yes, you're practicing with your team, but you know, let's just say it's Tuesday and you don't have practice that day. There's nothing stopping you from getting on your bike yourself right. and heading on out. You don't right. need a group of, you know, 12 people to play the That's sport. That's a very good point. That's a good point. You yeah. get to just, you can be with two people, you can be with one. I mean, it's better right. if you have some friends, but if you want You're to not that them. single kid with a soccer ball kicking up against yeah. the wall at the back of your house exactly. and just going back and forth going, I wish I had friends, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, I love hanging out with my mountain biking friends when we go, but there are times where I'm like, I just need to, you know, enjoy it myself. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's nice. That's cool. Okay, um, so you got involved in Utah. Mm-hmm. Let's bring it back to to your story a little bit. And how long were you, or what did you do in Utah? So I was a ride leader, which definitely has a lot less stress than a coach. Okay. You know, I don't, I didn't plan practices, and I wasn't overseeing the team. But I got to participate in the team, which was also a whole unique aspect of this type of sport and league. Is you know, I'm not just standing on the sidelines telling kids what to do. I'm on my bike with, with the kids. kids. And I am riding my bike with the kids. So not only are we, you know, am I going through and coaching skills with them, I'm modeling the skills and I'm working with them and right. I'm getting to play on my bike the with them. Sure. Yeah. And that was really appealing. And surprisingly, I was so surprised how many kids were surprised that I was doing it because okay. I was their teacher. Right. Like, like, wait, you're going out with us? Like, you're going out with us? You're, wait, you're going to ride with us? And even parents would come up to me and say, oh, you're the teacher who rides. Right. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> like, this isn't work for me. This is fun. Like, right. I enjoy coming out here with these kids and, you know, riding with them and okay. such. Because it's your way to be active, too. Right? Oh, yeah. And how much has that played? It was a little quick sideway, side, uh, segue. Is how much has that played into your own health? Right. You being active with the kids kind of takes your, okay, I can go out and do stuff. I'm not planning my day around my workout or my ride, right? Because it's just what I do. It's what I do. And it's it's twofold. I mean, it is, you know, it is a benefit to the kids, but it's, it benefited me just as much. I mean, because I have grown as a biker from Mm. learning how to teach them how to bike. So I've, you know, and made connections with other people and adults who want to bike. So it's now you have friends. Now I have friends who want to bike with me. So (laughs) You know, it just, it opened up a whole host of of things. And I mean, I know I was definitely concerned that I wasn't good enough. I wasn't fast enough because you have responsibilities with these kids to to, to lead them. And then you're like, at some point you're like, they're way faster than I am and way better than I am. But that didn't really matter. You know, like it more mattered that I was there. Right. Than versus how good I was. Well, there's the whole idea of when you're teaching a kid to swim, Right. They, they, they need the freedom to go swim and do their thing, but they also need to know that they can come back and hold on to you if they need to. Yeah. Right? And that's, that's a lot of what it is, I think. They, you give them the freedom. Go out. Learn how to do this. Go have fun. But I'm here if you need me. Right? Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Okay. So you were in Utah. How did you get to Maryland? Well, I was from Maryland. Went okay. out to Utah. Just Where are you from? Like Frederick. Okay. Frederick right. area. So up, up north. Um, 
so yeah, like I said, took this leave of absence and ended up out in Utah and had that experience, um, knowing full well, kind of when I was out there, that my time was somewhat limited. Sure. You know that I was planning on coming back after two years, um, but also keeping in the back of my mind, going, well, if we have this and you know this is going on in Utah, why isn't this in? Maryland. Why right. aren't we, you know, getting kids on bikes in Maryland? We have great trails. You know, we have, you know, the the ability, you know, Pennsylvania has it, New Jersey had a league, and I was like, Maryland needs the same thing too. So upon my return, that was one of the first things I looked for was, can I get this started if it's our, if not, and if not, who's got it started? And luckily right. there's John and Fred. Luckily so. there's John and Fred. Yes. All right. So they got started a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are now officially into our first year. Um, the league is officially open as what April first, right? Is when they actually went live. So teams are forming. Um, there's what was it, fourteen, sixteen teams that were in the system already? A lot. About 150 kids are yeah. estimated to be in, something like that. Um, that's awesome. That's amazing. Um, <clears throat> a great start. It's a it great will, start. It will for only you. grow. It's only going to grow, right? Because yeah. I think they're est- they've the numbers are showing historically it's like double a yes. year, right? So that's freaking amazing. Um, so we're going through our growth process. Some of the things that we're doing is we're looking for adult volunteers. Um, we have a bunch of kids. I think our ratio on rides, it's six to one, six to one right? So we need one adult for every six kids. I think it's maybe six to two. I mean, yeah, it's or eight to two. I think it was eight like to two. two. Yeah. Eight, if there's eight, you got to have two, but you can do six to yeah. one or something like that. You definitely want to at least, if you can, have two adults, one to lead, one to follow at through. At a minimum, yeah. at yeah. a minimum, right? So, so even if there's only three kids, you still would like to have two adults, right? Yeah. Um, so on rides. So that's one of the things that's kind of the, one of the reasons we wanted to have this episode of the, of the show is to kind of talk about, you know, what it is, what does it mean to be an adult volunteer in a league? Um, what are some of the things that people can do, right? Because like you said earlier, I'm sure there's tons of people listening to this going, well, I don't ride a mountain bike. And if I did, I wouldn't know what to teach a kid, right? Um, Or, you know, sure, I do ride, but I don't know if I'm comfortable leading kids on a trail. Or, you know, who knows the different reasons that people may be apprehensive or not want to do this. So we kind of want to educate people a little bit on, okay, here are some things you can do. You can help out and never touch a bike. Right. You know, there's things on race day. We're going to need tons of volunteers, volunteers, right? And we have four races this year. They're in September and October. Um, So keep the end of your summer open, guys, everybody (laughs) that's listening. Um, So what are some things? So you are what is your role in the Maryland League right now? So in the Maryland League, I am the volunteer coordinator. So hey, I'm, <laughs> great person to be talking to. I know. So I'm going to be the one that's going to be begging um, all of our fabulous parents and, you know, friends and such calling in favors to say, you know, when it is race day for them to come and help because we put on a fantastic show. It is, it's amazing. It is. It's a gorgeous production and it looks flawless, but it takes a lot of work mm-hmm. and the volunteers really are the, the key to help make this work. Um, so that's just something that somebody can do just on a, hey, four times or like once even just, you know, volunteer your time. Basically, you either standing, you know, on the course somewhere, just watching the kids, making sure there's no injuries. Yeah. You can help with the merchandise. You can help, you know, in, you know, with food. You can do all sorts of things. Yeah. So, um a lot of people volunteer because they do get to ride their bikes. So sure. you can either ride your bikes on the course with the kids, you know, watching again, keeping that safety in mind with them. Um, you can get involved personally with your own team. They have like, you know, team moms who help organize sure. you know, dinners and such. 
Let's talk about that a little bit real quick. So the team, mm -hmm. okay, what is the team construct and what does that mean? So I have a team, teams are locally started. How does a team get started? Um, well, right now we've already had a training to train potential coaches. Okay. So we've had a two day training that allowed people who were interested, kind of, you know, heard about this and said, mm, I might want to see if I like it. Mm -hmm. We basically taught them how to set up a team and how to coach. Okay. Um, so they've gotten credentials now that, you know, said so they've gotten sure. some training. They, they know what skills to teach that need to be taught to the kids and right. what's nice to anybody who, you know, is out there. There is a, only a small amount of skills that we really need right. to be able to get kids successfully in a race and on right. a trail. Right. Um, but a lot of the teams, like if, if somebody's interested, you know, that's where you contact John because there are teams that are set up already that might be in your area that you can help mm -hmm. or you can, can you know, consider Start starting your own, your own. Starting your own team, right. And the team can be one adult and one kid. One adult and one kid. Right. It doesn't really matter. Nope. Um, because from there it can grow, yes. right? That one kid tells a friend, they got a friend, who's got a friend, who's got a friend, and then mom or dad gets involved and, and everything else and kind of goes from there. Um, it's funny that I actually like saw two kids biking in my neighborhood and I was so willing to almost stop and be like handing them pieces of paper. But I'm like, that might look weird, but it's like, <laughs> I, I really want to just like talk to every kid that has, a, you know, that's in the neighborhood of the sure. bike. Hey, you look to be about, you know, middle schooler. Do you want to race bikes? Right. So. Right. And, and I don't want people. So we're talking about bike races, but it's not just about the races. No. We have four races a year. Um, and those courses are designed for beginning riders for youth riders they're not something that you're going to see on the x games no. or any of that other kind of stuff right we're not, we're not talking about yeah we're not talking about extreme mountain biking here we're talking about fun safe um challenging for youth riders mm -hmm. um but nothing that's going to be sending them 20 feet in the air or any of that other kind of no. stuff right? there's no jumping there there's no you know sailing off of you know cliffs and you know you know no it there's no need for not a, a lot thing. of downhill i there's mean not a lot of up or downhill yeah. it's you know it's the trails are very you know scrutinized for yes. their safety because right. our primary goal with these kids is to keep them safe right. while they're having fun well, yeah because you can't have fun if you're getting hurt no bit, right it's just those two things don't go together no. um so all right the that's the team a little bit about the team um the races we talked a little bit about we're going to need a ton of people we'll and like people. you said if there's so many different roles um we need we'll need we'll need help with people setting up the courses We'll need help with people with managing parking. We'll need help yeah. with um, organizing where people are going and setting up the course itself, setting up the infield area where the start and finish lines are. And there's, so, there's so many things. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you have, Let's getting back to kind of what we're talking about as far as filling a, filling a hole, like you're doing this because of why. So at the race in New Jersey, Right. Jason was asking you, what is your Nike why? Yeah. Right. What is the reason? What's your why behind why you're doing this volunteer work? Well, my why is kind of also, you know, my passion. And it goes back to when I first bought that mountain bike and I didn't have anybody to ride with because mm -hmm. I didn't know anyone. And it it goes back to having somebody like me and, you know, not just like minded, but another woman. Sure. So it took me just being at a happy hour talking to another female colleague and the word mountain bike came up and it was like you have a mountain bike i have a mountain bike 
And within a week, we were mountain biking with each other, nice. and we've been best friends ever since. Hey, cool. Okay. Exactly, because I found someone who you know was like me, who didn't want to be riding with her husband. That you know, and, you know, wanted just the less stress of you know riding with guys. No offense, guys, but. It's different. It's different. It's yeah. such a different beast. So for me, I, I really want to see more girls and mm -hmm. more moms, mm -hmm. you know, and other women, you know, my age, older, younger, it doesn't matter, coming out and riding, you sure. know, showing this. Because if you think about what our girls have as role models, we we don't see athletic women as role models. They're not right. they're not out there for us. Every right. four years we see gymnasts. Every, you know, four years right. we see Beach volleyball players, you know, but we don't have a consistent, a consistent, a consistent one, yeah. you know, and so, and our girls need to see their moms, their aunts, their cousins actively involved in their, in a lifestyle, right, right. you know, not just sitting on the sidelines, not just being the mom that brings dinner, but being a part of it. And yeah. I know uh, the big hesitancy for a lot of women, you know, my age that have kids is I'm not good enough. I don't know if I can do it. Mm -hmm. Just show up. We'll right. give you the tools you need. Get on that bike, ride with your kid, because yeah. it will mean more to them that you're on that bike with them than Absolutely. anything else. Yeah. And in Utah, in the, since you have that experience of work with Utah, how often did you see a kid get started and then their family kind of followed along down the road and now the whole family is riding, right? I mean, it's... Oh, yeah. You, it was a lot of, you know... You know, and well, we I worked with a really, really huge team, and so it took the whole entire village to to run a team. Yeah, yeah. So there were, you know, it wouldn't work without all this parent involvement. Right. And you know, there were definitely a, you know, and some of the the women who were coaches and ride leaders, they were so mind blowing, amazing that it's like I just stared at them. It's like right. you're so good. <laughs> but you know, like, but it would they they you know even our head coach, of course, too, like, you know, had they had a good female leadership presence yeah which was exciting for me just as a ride leader but it, you know it had to have that same impact on our girl riders right. and well we too. want the same thing in maryland right i mean we're, we're much trying um to beat the average yeah right i think the average what is the average percentage of girls that are 20 percent of our teams it, are oh, usually made 25 it's not even 25 percent no about 20 percent of the teams or the of the league is made up of, of girls, girls girls wow yeah so we want to be better we want to beat that yeah. I think, do we have a set goal in Maryland for what we want to be? I don't know that we have anything that we've actually stated, but okay. we definitely would like to move the needle, move as, the, needle. The, as yeah. the phrase was, to yeah. try to get more. And I have to say, it's an interesting, you know, there's a there's a girl I have in one of my classes who will be a senior next year. And I've, I've been working on her for the last six months to try to convince her to like, give this a try. I know you have a mountain bike, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like, there's always, it's always interesting. Always an opposition. Well, I don't know. And, you know, like, Girls are just different. It's harder to convince them. Yeah. I mean, I think if we get them on board earlier, like I'm trying to get a 17-year-old to convince her that right. this is kind of cool to do. She'll do it for one year. And then yeah, do it done, for one right? year because it's like you'll be a part of this, you know, amazing, you know, organization. You know, you, it's definitely going to be on your college resume. Like right. you've, you've participated in this versus I have a, another girl that I work with who is um, a freshman and I'm trying to get her involved. It didn't take too, mo too long to twist her arm. It's like... Right, right. You want to bike? Because I think you do good biking. But right. it's like, you know, she still wants to fight me on it a little bit. And then I went out and talked to her mom. I said, do you want to come bike too? And boy, did she get excited. Because she's oh, like, cool. mom, this could be the thing you and I do together. That's Dad and I awesome. scuba dive, but you and I can bike together. Oh, that's awesome. And it was. And it was, she's like, well, no, I'm, I'm not that good. I'm like, mm-mm. We're not going to say that. Yeah, don't do that. No, yeah. no. I said, you are. Just get out there. Get out there. Just I said, there. come on out there. I said, it's not like anybody's timing you. You're just no. going for a ride, right? Just go do what you do. You go for a ride. Fun. 
And it's it was exciting to see her get excited at the thought of her mom coming out with her as well, That's too. That's cool. That's awesome. So. Okay. So tell us a little bit about the story that you had in, in New Jersey with the Try It Out trailer. So <laughs> just so you guys know listening, the Try It Out trailer, New Jersey, the New Jersey League has been around for two years, right? Mm-hmm. This is their second year. Um, and they've got a trailer full of bikes that have been donated by Trek um, that basically they take everywhere they go. Um, and they set up a little tent, they have the trailer open, they got bikes out, and they give people or give kids, kids uh, an opportunity to go ride a trail or go participate in a practice or do whatever um, that have never either been in the league, never been at a race, maybe never They're even really actually mountain bike, bike. right? There's, they may have been on a bike but never mountain bike before. Um, and it's a really, really, really cool opportunity to give kids an opportunity to kind of see what it's like. Um, we went to New Jersey a few weeks ago and did some training there on how to run some races. Um, and Laura has a really cool story about some girls that came up. So what's that? All right. I'm, I'm just a background in the story because um, I just happened to jump on at the end. But the West Virginia league director happened to be there. And Cassie, being a woman, noticed and, you know, got involved with these two girls who were checking out the Try It Out trailer. Um, and Adam, who is on our team, was, mm-hmm. you know, chatting up the bikes with them and, you know, got them settled on a bike. And yep. Cassie said, I'll take you guys out for a ride. And there were three girls. And when I saw this was all going on, I'm like, well, sure, I'll come along, too, because sure. if girls are going out, I'll, I'll go hang out with the girls and yeah, yeah. You know, see what they're doing. And those girls had so much fun. I mean, you know, it was just, you know, again, no guys were around, no pressure, you mm-hmm. know, none of this, you know, stress from having to feel like you were, you know, trying have, to keep up with keep the, guy up with the or guys whatever, or anything yeah. else like this. We just went for this casual ride through the woods. We, you know, stopped and talked about some of the features, like the little bit of the logs, a little bit of, you know, coaching as to what we, you know, what we need to do to attack a certain hill or something. And those g- girls did a great job. You know, it was just nice talking through it, supporting them, you know, giving them praises as we were going through. Yep. And after a round on the bike, they were like, yeah, this is kind of cool. And they went out again on their own yep. and yep. ended up the next day, two of the girls signed up for a race. Signed up for a race. That's awesome. Raced. Smiles on their faces as soon the as they come. Time. The yep. whole time. As they came off that, you know, like the finish line, smiles on their faces. Both of them placed on the podium, which was exciting. And the other girl who at that time, she's like, I'm not going to sign up today, but I think I'm still going to sign up. Yeah. So three girls just from, you know, trying it out. Having the chance to do it. Yeah. Having a chance to do it. And I, I, I often do too. I still wonder though, like, you know, was it the difference between they got to go out with other females and got to ride it? You know, sure. is that little piece of that as well too? Or was this, you know, something they were... I just want to get it out there, and if I like it, I'll do it. Right. But right. Well, I think the the energy that you and Cassie have, though, being women mm-hmm. and having that support, I think it's got to make a, a huge difference. I can't imagine them feeling the exact anywhere near the same way if it had been two guys that they'd gone out with. Yeah. Right. Because the two girls have a brother who rides, and they're kind of like, we don't like going with him right? <laughs> yeah. because he's <laughs> he's out there shredding it all the time, and we're just trying to, you know, yeah, have we fun. just want to ride. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's awesome. And that's kind of the story that we want to have a bunch of those stories. Yeah. Um, not just for girls, obviously, for all kids. For but, all the kids. But we really do want to get to get girls involved. Um, yeah, that's, you, that's kind of like my little wheelhouse. And yeah. I'm hoping to get up to Pennsylvania. They have girls-only mountain bike camps that they're oh, going to cool. do for okay. their, their racers. And I'm like... I'm hoping to get up there and kind of steal some ideas to bring sure. down so that as our league grows that we can do that for our girls as okay. well, too. Um, what, can, what are some things as, as anybody, as an adult, but particularly women, um, should they contact you if they're interested in getting started? Should we send them to John? Like, What's the process for someone if they're interested in finding out more 
about what are some of the things that we need help with as for volunteers. If it's a volunteer thing and you want to do, um, by all means, contact me. I okay. can kind of get you, you know, or set up with what you're interested in. Can I put in. your email in this thing? Okay. Oh, absolutely. Right. Um, if it's coaching that you're definitely involved with, I would say that would be John's. Okay. You know, you know, I mean, either one of us, we, we communicate with each other com- sure. all the time. So sure. if somebody comes to me, I send them off and vice versa. So. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, do you have anything that you'd like to add as far as just your experience? You know, w- w- uh, let me ask you this question. Why should someone get involved? Because it's fun. <laughs> it's it's more fun than you'll ever have. You know, again, I love soccer. You know, but you know, it's yeah. just it, it's just such a different environment and atmosphere, and and I don't know. I mean, it, because I guess because I'm a biker and I, I have a passion for it, it's sure. just you know fun to be a part of and and exciting to be a part of and. Again, I get to be on my bike while all this right. is going on. I'm still right. on my bike and I'm, you know, get to be a role model for, you know, kids on a bike, you know, even though I'm not this pro mountain biker. Well, because it's more about bike. It's more than just about biking. Yeah. And I think that's another aspect that I really like. Like, yes, we're talking about biking, but the stuff that we're doing is using biking as like the tool to teach other things. We're building right. a community. We're building um, future, you know, mountain bikers and, and riders, future trail people, people who just going to get outdoors. Like, we're we're building much more than just a mountain right. bike racer. The mountain bike racing is just like the smallest piece in this entire. Right, puzzle. it's the thing that kind of pulls it together. It gives yeah. us a reason to be there, but yeah. it puts the other stuff right because they're also learning how to, you know. Uh, work through adversity right when that hill in front of them on that bike is like i don't want to go up that hill right and that translates to things in life when things are hard in life perseverance you know perseverance and working teamwork and supporting other people right because there's that person who may be slower on the team but they all that whole team gets out there that last person coming in on the on the race has more people out there cheering for them than the first person right um there's a whole stewardship component, mm-hmm. right, of taking care of the environment, taking care of the trails, taking care of and understanding the impact that we have on our environment. Yeah. So there's a, I think there's a ton of reasons that um, it's a good thing. Um, for me, my why is, like I said, it's just being able to be with people um, that are helping kids be, be cool people. Yeah. Be good right. people. Good be, people, right? Yeah. You know, conscientious, you know, well-rounded, you know, people just good people and this the mountain biking community is a great community and we're just adding younger people into our community and and such keep it keep it growing right exactly okay cool so hashtag more kids on bikes and uh hashtag more girls on bikes more girls on bikes (laughs) right um cool thank you very much for your time and uh if you guys have any questions i will be putting laura's email in the notes for the podcast so you feel free to email blast her all day long <laughs> with all your questions. Um, and she, I'm sure she'd be willing to help out. Okay. See ya. This has been another episode of the over what hill 40 plus podcast. Remember that life is the hill. Keep climbing, keep growing. Every hill leads to another. You will get better. You can do this.